the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Duck House, they're going to cram through a bunch of gaga. Well, they can. This is what's happening. This is the problem I have with the announcement yesterday. Is there any human being that didn't think Donald Trump was going to run again? Now, for the next two years, he's going to run. And all of the failure, all of the corruption now has something to hide underneath. This is the problem with that announcement. Everyone knew he was running. I get it. Okay, run. Guy, I get it. You were cheated. I feel the same way. Run, baby, run. But why give them cover for the open and notorious corruption that is the Democrat mafia? Why give them the cover? This is the problem. And for that matter, why give the Republicans the cover? Because the idea that old lady face Mitch McConnell just walks into leadership role. In the scandal that is his leadership. And don't buy this garbage about judges and the rest of it. Because you're a good whore doesn't mean you're not one. And Mitch McConnell is the worst kind of political whore, only rivaled by the Democrat schmuck Schumer. That doesn't make him my guy. In fact, what good has Mitch McConnell done? I want you to think about the fact he was elected in 1984. What has happened to the quality of life in America for the Republican Party? Since 1984, dwindling with small little respites of success. In the meantime, what's happened to the national debt and the level of government mafiosa since Mitch McConnell has been in leadership, aging like cheese on a sidewalk? Old lady face, Mitch. And now he gets to celebrate. Yes, you were reelected, but this is the first challenge you have faced in 15 years either 10 senators vote against you, one vote president. The first challenge in 15 years. You see, I rail against the Democrat mafia for what it is, a crime syndicate, absolutely and unequivocally. And so is the upper echelon of the Republican oligarchs. You see, this piece of dung is married to a Chinese shipping heiress, the daughter of a Chinese shipping mogul, a Communist Party member right now today and has been since Mitch McConnell used to once in a while resemble a man. And now, unfortunately, he's still in the leadership position. The connection between the Chinese Communist Party And the Republican Party is just as strong as it always was. And what has been the benefit of the American people? What has been the benefit of American business, of American banking? Are we supposed to ignore that his father-in-law, 
is a Chinese Communist Party member? You see, I'm very close with my father-in-law. I'm sure many of you are. You mean to tell me that he doesn't influence American policy? It does explain so much of the corruption. So here's the skinny. You have 10 votes against this obvious gangster, Mitch McConnell. Feminine though he may be. Gangster. Those 10 senators are the good ones. They've identified themselves as the good ones. Let's start with Rick Scott. It appears Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott is seeking a new leadership role. He's telling colleagues he will challenge Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. In a message posted to Twitter, Senator Scott said the, quote, status quo is broken. This will be the first real challenge McConnell has faced in his time as GOP leader. Scott would be the first real challenger McConnell has faced, as we said, in his... It's not a real challenger. It took minutes It was like Pritzker's election. Minutes, six minutes, okay. And all of the Republican senators said, you go, old lady face. You with the Chinese father-in-law, go ahead. Sell out my country. The debt since Mitch McConnell has taken office has added about $27 trillion. Anybody want to bring that up? Now let's, let's listen to a man's man. With those little bean rotten teeth he's got in his face. So what lesson did you learn from this and will you change your approach at all? At first, I don't own this job. Uh, anybody. Oh, Mitch, that's exactly what you do. You are an oligarch. You own the job, which apparently doesn't have dental, judging by those baked beans you call teeth. Who wants to uh, run for it can feel free to do so. And. Um, so I'm not in any way offended by having an opponent or having a few votes. Oh, gee, that's good, old lady face. Because the last thing we'd want is your IRA up. You're not offended? What happens when you get offended, gangster? In opposition. Um, as everyone has said, uh, we had a good opportunity to discuss various differences. Uh, people Sally. had a chance to listen to both candidates. And um, I'm pretty proud of uh, 37 to 10. Really? Because I'm disgusted with it. Because what that means is that there's 37 gangsters pretending to be representatives of the Republican Party. What that means is that the Republican Party writ large is no good. It's like the Illinois Republican Party. And they're just kissing ass for money and selling out policy. That's what it means, because that's what Mitch McConnell is. You could tell by that pucker look he's got on his face. Mr. Reader, uh, can you respond to former President Trump uh, announcing that he plans to run for re-election? And do you believe that will help or hinder your chances? In I'm going to warn you, if you watch the video, this is the part where he almost smiles. And like most ugly women, the smile is worse than the straight face. The way I'm going to go into this presidential primary season is to stay out of it. I don't have uh, a dog. Hear, hear a little chuckle there? You hear him? Like, almost like if he was a man, he could have chuckled, laughed. Dog in that fight, I think it's going to be a highly contested. Why doesn't he have a dog in the fight? You're supposedly the head honcho in the Republican Senate. You don't have a dog in the fight? Hey, stupid. That's your fight. You're the Don King of that fight, dummy. This is when you get to stand up for principles or show everybody exactly what you have. The lack of them, scumbag. Now, here's $5,000. Eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad, whore. A nomination fight with other candidates entering. And it's all going to be quite good for you all to cover. How do you think it will impact? Dad, you people in Kentucky, you're almost as dumb as a Cook County Democrat. You really are. What's your runoff in Georgia? 
you want former President Trump to come to Georgia? We're going to do everything we can to, uh, to, to get Herschel Walker elected. We can't pretty well determine who's going to come in. Uh, we'll see how that develops. Yeah. That's a coward, man. That is an absolute political whore coward worth hundreds of millions. Hasn't had a legitimate job since 1984. Does anybody want to know how much he's worth? As money said, first challenge in 15 years, has it made it more or less likely that you might consider stepping aside once you beat Mike Mansfield? Look, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Why not? You're 80. Does it, is there father time in Washington? Why are they all 80? Why? Carl. Carl. Were you, uh, Carl? Yeah, so, Senator, we did hear from members that they wanted more inclusiveness, that they were, some members feel they're being left out of the decisions, the process, the committees aren't working the way they should work. Do you think, are you going to make any changes along those? Now, this is the part I want to let you in on. There's all kinds of parliamentary trickery, skullduggery, and scandal. You see, if you're not on the in crowd with the oligarchs, with this wrinkled ass old whore, then you're on the outside, which means your constituents are on the outside, which means the principles that you were elected to represent are on the outside. And that's how they become the number two capo in the syndicate that is our government. Yeah, as you all know, I think a little differently from the Democrats, we, we meet three times a week. You meet three. T- Wait a minute. Old lady face. You meet three times a week, and you've been doing this since you were the leader. And all of the piled-on debt, all of the corruption that is systemic, all of the failed policies, what good are you? What good are you? Three times a week? This is what it looks like when they work. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday have pretty fulsome discussions. And as Senator Cornyn pointed out... I got $100, says they play Naked Twister. Because they're not doing a damn thing for the principles of what are supposed to be the Republican Party or America in general. What the hell good is this old man? In the meeting, any five of us can call a conference to discuss any particular issue. So we acquainted our members with the tools that they have. You know what the saddest part about this whole thing is? This is a guarantee of business as usual, of absolute and total approved failure. And this means real ramifications aside from the money, which isn't real anymore. Let's just admit that America is a Ponzi scheme that would make that little freak from uh, FTX envious. It's probably what inspired him. This means war, death, mayhem, fascism, and control. Because it's these Republican scum that allowed the Raytheon broker who was a lobbyist after he pretended got out of his costume for the Navy. Lloyd Austin paid $11 million as a lobbyist to Democrats. Lloyd Austin is now an advocate for World War III. We're still gathering information, but we have seen nothing that contradicts President Duda's preliminary assessment that this explosion was most likely the result of a Ukrainian air defense missile that unfortunately... Which means, Lloyd, scum, bribe master, it was a Raytheon missile that killed the Polish people. A Raytheon missile that you, scum, probably made a brokerage commission on. That's what it was. And you armed those guys with the haircuts like the Nazis. Fortunately landed in Poland. And whatever the final conclusions may be, 
the world knows that Russia bears ultimate responsibility for this incident. So whatever, let's go through this fraud, this propaganda, this warmongering, war profiteering piece of dung's logic, shall we? So whatever the conclusion is, the world knows this is Russia's fault. Boy, oh boy, that's not what Canada said. That's not what anybody said who cozied up and tried to get involved before America did. No, what they said is they identified what the Ukrainian government was infiltrated with. We probably don't want to be rubbing shoulders with uh, organized uh, um, far-right militant groups um, that have, you know, that are very open about it. I mean, you could go right now and view on YouTube their their videos of their trainings, the very forward symbolism. They're not hiding this stuff. Canadian diplomats and soldiers in Ukraine took an unusual meeting in June of 2018, one that's now coming to light. It was a meeting with one of the paramilitary units it's raised to fight off the Russian invasion of Ukraine's eastern provinces. One problem, that unit, the Azov Battalion, has been linked to neo-Nazism and the Canadian military. And that's who America gave Raytheon missiles to. And those are the skinhead scumbag morons that just killed two Polish people. But if you follow Lloyd Austin, who made a commission on the missile, if you follow his logic, Russia's fault. Isn't it wonderful? And what does Mitch McConnell have to say? If they have an idea they want to promote to convene a conference, just five of them for discussion. And I think that'll be used more often. Man, oh, man, you're lucky your wife's Chinese and not Japanese. Otherwise, you'd give Harikari a new name other than a restaurant that sucked in Chicago. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. I love this press. This just in. Lloyd Austin confesses to war profiteering and war crimes while blaming the Russians. Russia launched another barrage of missiles against Ukraine, specifically intended to target Ukraine's civilian infrastructure. Well, well, that's what a war is. Hey, Lloyd. Hey, stupid. What about the Raytheon missile that killed the people at our NATO in Poland? What about those people? Hey, dummy. Tragic and troubling incident is yet another reminder of the recklessness of Russia's war of choice. Joy, 70% of the missiles went missing. I wonder where those are. Can we take a minute, Squirrel, to just bask in the glory that I was absolutely correct yesterday in calling this a lie from the American government as the first story was Russia. Bomb Poland. Let's just bask in the glory with a little music. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? We'll get to you later, Senator Fetterman. All right, let's go to the lines. Ed in Oakbrook. Yeah, Sean, you're on fire tonight as usual. I was hoping that Trump would have declared uh, he would run as a Democrat. I think that would. It's time to shake up the game because I think the Democrats control the field. And as far as this war goes, it's they're not. First of all, that's an organized syndicate. There's all kinds of procedures. You got to burn tissue in your hands. You got to swear not to tell anybody the secrets and all the rest of it. In the meantime, what we could do is take these ten senators, the small caucus in in Congress that abides by liberty, the fundamental Americanism, and start our own party. And let here's where I want to throw a wrench in it. I'm a liberal. You are a liberal. Liberals believe in no fascism, laissez-faire 
governance, free capitalism, the real liberals. We've allowed mafia members to hide behind the veil, the virtue veil of liberalism when I'm the liberal. So I want those 10 senators, those 30 congressmen. Now we start the liberal party because the reality is we can explain the corruption and the mafia equivalent in socialism, in Marxism, in collectivism, in government supremacy. We could point to all the people who fled from Venezuela and show the similarities in the policies pitches from the Democrat mafia to the Venezuelan dictators. And all those you people, know what, those Trump? young guys who think they're communists, you show them love. There is no communism that works. I, I, you know what? I, I'm tired. I'm actually tired of you pointing this stuff out. I'm tired of pointing this stuff because <laughs> no one's listening to it. It's time to take the game back. I'm going to tell take you the something. Ball back. As far as this war in Ukraine goes, that's a bunch of crap. And you pointed it out. Look at all the suffering that those people are going through. For what? If Trump was in charge, this war never would have started. And if it would have started, it would have been over in a week because he would have negotiated a peace deal. Who's going to pay for all of the damages out there? Nobody. I the failure becomes a weapon of taxation. But here's the thing, Ed, I want you to feel good about. I'm not kidding you, and this has nothing to do with me. Shows like mine, my show as well, are growing daily. This is the popular opinion. When I come out here and tell you unequivocally, there's no question that they're stealing elections because they're counting votes that are all traced back to the same address, same-day voter registration. The states that have integrity don't have this kind of skin. People know this. We will win in the end. It'll be rough, but we're going to win. The only time they win is when we're not willing to put up the fight. And I'm never not willing. Thank you, Ed. And I know you're not either. Tom and Volo. Yeah, I didn't uh, originally vote for Trump, but ever since he got in, I've been 100% behind him. Me too. I think that someone's got behind the scenes has to step up and get him and DeSantis together because I think if those two guys running on the same ticket, if possible, that's going to soften up a lot of anti-Trump people and, and just solidify this party and bring in more neutral people. Tommy, and it's going to bring in DeSantis will be able to see what's actually going on behind the scenes. On Presidential the elections are not supposed to be two years. What you need to do is let this year of Democrat mafia corruption and failure be exposed by not giving it cover. I don't want anybody to run for a year. You remember Ronald Reagan didn't announce until March of the same year he won him. What happened to those days, brother? There were times guys jumped in in June. This idea that we're going to be running for two years, you give cover to all this kind of corruption. That's the flaw. I can't believe that that wasn't talked about. Now, the, MSNBC, you know the game, uh, CNN, all the rest, they're not going to focus on one of the open and notorious mafia corrupt deals that Joe Biden is a party to and has been for decades. Now they're going to be Trump, 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 and Trump's indicted. And that, 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 that. In the meantime, the economy, people will be, will be drowning in the failure that is Joe Biden's feudalism. Thank you very much, Tom. Why would you give them the cover? It doesn't make any sense to me. Honestly, it doesn't. I mean, the, the outrageousness 
of what exactly is happening. Like, here's here, here's what I think is outrageous. A lot of people were excited because, hey, more people qualify. But not only did more people qualify for benefits, we also know on October 1st, the increased cost of living happened as well, where the SNAP benefits received a 12% increase due to the cost of living adjustment. So this was another win for the SNAP community because now people on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program will automatically see these benefits in the month of October and the increase totaled about almost like $80 per person. So now like the maximum for a two person household that increased to $516 and the maximum benefit for a four person household increased to $939. So we all know that these were two things that happened in October. Now the cost of living adjustment is done every single year but this year the increase was driven by the impact of COVID-19 and the rising cost of food. So these were two great things that came out in October. October. So a family of four, it's $939 in food stamps. A family of two, $516. Not to mention if you had school debt, that went away. You see what's happening here? They're buying support for their corruption. That's why it's a mafia, not a party. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You got no way to hold Rest in peace, Kenny Wright. I love Kenny Wright. Love him. See, you got to let these scandals breathe. I told you, since Joe Biden has usurped the most powerful office in the world, those welfare people have been raking it in. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Shalana. Back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to be discussing 22 food stamp changes in 2022. Yeah, like 2022 was a good year for the EBT program. Maybe Better year than working. Better year than working and having to afford the corruption and failure in the Democrat mafia. That's how you buy off complacency. See, it's time to separate from the extorted states of America. It's time to separate from the welfare roaches. You can't beat them. It's an army that's growing by the minute. You took advantage of some of these programs. Maybe you were completely unaware. Either way, your girl is here to help you out. Okay, so if you want to click the red button and subscribe, she's up to 700,000 subscribers on a YouTube channel about getting welfare. Mr. President, can you tell us what you know so far about the explosion of colon, sir? No. Thank you, President. Mr. President, can you tell us what you know so far about the explosion in polling? The dimwit with dementia and the glazed face with his hands frozen like he's falling? No. You're a fracking... You answer to me. Hey, stupid. You answer to the people. By the way, I very much worry about this guy's biceps. <laughs> His biceps are big as my calves. Look at this. There, there's a man. I hope we're on the same side. He's Russian. I don't care who he is. He's got some real biceps. That's not creepy at all. That's perfectly normal. Perfectly normal to admire a Russian's biceps. Hey, stupid. You're supposed to be the president. Do you realize how many morons are in these positions of power? 
Hi, good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills. And Are you fracking kidding me? And now we get to talk about Trump's election instead? Let the failure breathe. Let it breathe. Mitchell and Desplaines. Sean, keep in mind that when it comes to Russia, Hillary Clinton said in 2016, after she lost, it was Russia that basically stole the election. And then, of course, the Mueller you know, investigation proved otherwise. Then you have sloppy Joe Biden in Afghanistan who said that the Russians were putting out a bounty on all American soldiers in Afghanistan. And that was a total ruse, okay? That was a playbook out of what I call Operation Northwoods, where they wanted to have uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff bomb basically domestic cities and blame it on Castro so that we can go into uh, obviously Cuba and take over. So anytime that the, the press tells you or the Pentagon or Papa Joe Biden's administration tells you that it's Russia, it's the complete opposite. You hear what I'm saying here, daddy I hear exactly what you're saying. And the reality is this. All of those people that perpetrated the lie of Hillary Clinton were in our government. We're in the FBI. They're still right. there. They the ones that they caught so outlandishly that they had to turn their heads in shame all got big, big, big money jobs and payoffs. There wasn't one person that went to jail for that fraud. The, arguably the greatest fraud in election history right up until 2020 when they openly stole it. So, you know, to pretend that we're winning this, I'm sorry, I don't go celebrating loss. I'm not a Democrat, but they do. And it's it was time that. I think this is a year too early. I understand why he did it. You got cheated. You're very upset. I get it. I've been upset. I've been upset myself since that night. They clearly stole it. But if you haven't been paying attention, the American people are morons. Just take a look at this last election. They're more interested in being on welfare than standing on their own two feet because it's hard to be a working man. It's hard. It's easy to be a gangster. It's easy. They're all fat and useless. Thank you, Mitchell. Every single one of you union BAs. You fat-ass, corrupt, wannabe gangsters. You're not really gangsters. Couldn't fight your way out of a wet paper bag. In the meantime, you can buy a political whore, and the Democrats are easy. They're awful easy, and the level of acceptance is virtually endless for what the Democrat moron will vote for. They got her paid. Here's what I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. We also be able to make more in Pennsylvania. When he had a choice to make his merchandise, the Oz label is on. He Yeah. Now, one Pennsylvania state representative was unable to celebrate his midterm victory because he's dead. Democrat Anthony DeLuca passed away last month. Doesn't stop him from voting for a Democrat. It's almost as embarrassing as what you saw in Illinois. Congratulations, Senator. Bill, Crown Point. My brother, how are you this evening? I'm all right. How are you? Man, look here. How about shine some light on uh, this uh, pushback that we don't see from the GOP about a, a decree that was signed back in 1982 because... Oh, I don't know. The GOP kind of sold us up the river for intimidation. What do you know about that? 1982, a decree that was signed. Right. Yeah, I graduated I, grade I'm school. Being told, I was I'm, very yeah, uh, hot and heavy with a lovely young blonde back then. I don't remember much. All right. Well, I figured I'd come to a source that may know then. All right. Well, let me look at it. Give me, give me a little, give me a little lead, a little tip. So apparently, the GOP folded because the Democrats. Um, uh, uh, claimed intimidation at uh, uh, voter sites that were in minority oh. areas. 
Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. signed the and the GOP signed a 35-year decree that's supposed to come up, um, uh, albeit it was a 2018, uh, about the birth of BLM and all these other Soros-backed organizations. But that's why we haven't seen a whole lot of pushback from the GOP because they get afraid of this decree that we apparently signed back in 1982. Well, I'm going to look into it, but I'm going to tell you another reason. I don't think it's fear. I think it's complacency because second place in a mafia syndicate pays awful well. But we'll look into it, Bill and Crown Point. Appreciate the tip. Uh, Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How are you doing? Good. How are you? What's on the menu tonight? Well, Mrs. Robert uh, and I are having meatloaf with some salad and some uh, asparagus and some wine tonight. Are you wearing pants? Yeah, I am right now. But All right. Uh, I just like to get a I like to get a mental picture because I always have you uh, sitting there in underwear. But go ahead. Uh, that's a little creepy, Sean. But <laughs> you're okay. I have two comments I want to throw at you. First of all, you know, as far as this welfare thing, if a person's able to work. They should be able to work and not be collecting welfare unless you're on cancer or something like that. That's my opinion. Second of all, you know, uh, all I have to say, the Nancy Pelosi ripped up Trump's speech. You're fired. What do you think, Sean? Uh, I like it, but I'd like to see more. You're indicted. But all right, we'll start slow. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, and what about all the insider trading? Is we going to talk about that now with this new Congress? How about Mitch McConnell? What was his big pushback for the fact that all of his cohorts, all of his, all of that legacy, all those politicians elected in the eighties, are all worth over a hundred million dollars? Where's Mitch McConnell's position on that? Starting to see why he walked into the role again as leader. I'm so sick and tired of pretending this is a representative republic instead of what it is, a gangster government. Bill, on the south side. Yeah, Sean, how you doing? Uh, if the Sanders is not the governor of Florida, the Dems are going to steal Florida. Now, you know, when he got in there, he he got rid of those Dominion machines, he straightened out the voting, and it's it's great. You need if to other states did the same thing, you know, we wouldn't have these problems. A lot of uh, elections would be swayed the other way. But that's just my, my uh, opinion Bill, on I that. Understand that. that. I understand that. But I'm going to tell you, as somebody on the ground here, the bench is more than deep. In every municipality, virtually, not every, but in, in most municipalities, there are politicians who support the changes done to, for voter integrity. You have to remember how deep the bench is on the Republican ticket. Byron Donalds alone would be a wonderful governor, not to mention DeSantis's lieutenant governor would be a wonderful governor. His uh, his AG would be a wonderful governor. Not to, there's, a, there's a new mayor in, in Miami uh, who would be a wonderful governor. I mean... The, because well, I'm just remembering have, what happened with Walker in, in, in uh, no. Wisconsin, and they stole the damn uh, state out of there, and he was a great uh, governor. And uh, I was not a Walker guy, brother. I'm going to tell you what I know about the Cheesehead Mafia. And anybody that hangs around with Paul Ryan, you tell me who you pal around with, and I'll tell you what kind of character you have, right? You remember yeah, that? Your mother told you that. You hang around with scumbags, you're a scumbag. Paul Ryan is a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, but all I remember is going up to Wisconsin and... After him being governor, it was just depleted. The farms, it was terrible. And then he got to be governor. And, he did and great things. Know, he did yeah. great things. But Ryan's yeah. Priebus is a creep. 
And Paul Ryan's a I mean, scumbag. Trump had a lot of creeps in, uh, around running around with him. He, he just, uh, he just That's figured why. that he, he, could, he could win them over with uh, success. But these creep is a creep. They don't want success. They're just interested in their own pockets. That's all it is. I love that, Bill. And that's why I will not support Trump until he is the nominee. And that's going to lose a lot of listeners. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't know who Paul Manafort and Roger Stone are and the kind of groundwork they laid for corruption that we are combating today, that isn't my fault. That's yours. And if you don't know what Reince Priebus did, Paul Ryan, and because there's a personality conflict, don't discount how accepting they were of Reince Priebus. That was outrageous to me. He could not have surrounded himself with worse people. Thank you very much, Bill. And that led to a lot of his problems. And it also led to the acceptance of cheating. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. We had four people hang up when I said I won't support Trump till he's the nominee. It's all right. You're going to have cheerleaders. You're going to get Pollyanna, and people are going to hide from the issues and support people rather than discuss the uncomfortable nature of things. I will defend Trump on everything he did good. Everything he did good. And I will point out how he was cheated every single day. I'm fine with that. But we're two years. We're going to do every day two years of, of campaigning rather than ripping apart the infrastructure of corruption that so many people refer to as the swamp but don't want to talk about it. How could you hire 271 lobbyists? How could you hire them? You don't know what that is? How could you hire Paul Manafort and Roger Stone, who, by the way, they were corrupted on both sides? You ever hear of the torturers lobby? Google it. I'm not supportive of any of that skullduggery. I want to tear it all down, including the modern Republican Party, led by the 80-year-olds. That's another thing. Do we need 80-year-olds? Can we get somebody... That maybe could do a jumping jack. How about this for a quality? You want to be elected, you got to do a jumping jack. Boy, you could eliminate 40% of both parties. Craig Mount Greenwood. All right. Mr. Sh- I had spit a mouthful of food out. I just put a mouthful out. I spit it out just so I could talk. Can All you right. do a jumping jack? Oh, yeah. I can do All a right. bunch of them, brother. I'm, I think we're going to do, do callers to have to be, do a jumping jack. Go ahead. Don't jump the whole thing. I'm on board with you. Okay. I was thinking um, this whole idea with uh, you just were touching on got these people hanging up. There's all kinds of things all, you know, going every which way with this uh, uh, Trump uh, um, running again. And if DeSantis should be voted for or if it should be Trump. Here's my take on it. Trump took and uh, he did a lot of good for us. A lot of good. And I'm not going to I'm not going to bring up the things you brought up because I agree with you 100 percent. I didn't like what, the way he handled the COVID stuff. I didn't like the way I didn't like the, the remark he made about McCain, even though McCain's a scumbag. But he shouldn't have just said it because he, he, he took anyways. Put that aside. I don't like the way he uh, did a couple of things and talk. But that guy was great for the American people. And he exposed so much stuff with all those rotten and deserves. And he will have my affection and my appreciation for those things. Till the day I die, there's no question about it. Yeah. But yeah. listen, here's my point. Here's what has he apologized for shutting down the government? No, no, he didn't do Did it. Did he apologize the- for the addition of eight trillion dollars? Eight trillion? Come on, man. Nope. All right. So but these are big things with me. They're big. Nope. They're big. They're big. Here's my take, though. He 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 did all that, and he, he wasn't perfect, but he did a lot of good things. But here's the thing. They raped that guy, and by raping him, oh. they raped 
they raped us with the stealing of the election, the whole thing. And, and the reason guy, is he disrupted the one world government. He disrupted a corrupt foreign policy of trillions. And that's why they had to get it. And I will have that debate with anybody. But you have to rip apart the Republicans first. Thank you very much. I don't, Mike and Shorewood, I have, to, I have to go to you. We're going long. Go ahead, kid. Sean, sorry, I just make it quick, but you're right. You have to wait for the person that's a nominee. You know, there's things that I don't care about Trump, and we got to go back to those old Reagan habits of saying, speak no ill will of another Republican. No, bro, we need to go I, back. I can't do that. I can't do that. I understand. No, I I understand what you're saying because we start. We are starting to see truth. We just have to start. Trump had the uh, the opportunity when he was president to actually get people into the bureaucracy that never had a chance, that had the hearts and minds of just everyday people. I love that, Mike. But but what we need to do is fight for those everyday people by not protecting gangsters. And we have a Republican Party that, and that's what I'm going to do every day, brother. And I hope you listen. I hope I hear you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Three one two six four two. Or do I have a guest next? Fastest rate. We went through an hour already. Good thing we got a streaming hour. The last hour of the show. I'll be back after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I have been hearing for days that Sam Bankman Free is a mini Bernie Madoff. I've heard that on other shows. I've heard that from hosts. I've seen it on TV. That is a mischaracterization of Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff was an infant, infinitesimal compared to this scum, this scourge, and the number two donator to the Democrat Mafia. I wanted to bring on an expert to discuss this, somebody whose opinion I respect immensely, somebody who I have had the privilege of interviewing before, somebody you have seen on CNBC, Fox News, CNN, Fox Business, PBS. You've read him in the Wall Street Journal. His name is Derek Kinney. He's the CEO of Good Money Framework and host of the popular Good Money podcast. Derek, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? My pleasure, Sean. I always love your intro, man. I need to tell my kids, listen, here's what somebody else says about your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime, because it's it's the truth. And, you know, I mean, the reality is this is being glazed over. It's being swept under the rug. It's being treated as, oh, just another little Ponzi scheme. The reality is this is an exchange that had the full blessing of the institutions that are supposed to protect people from this kind of scheme. And yet, they not only gave it a rubber stamp pass, they supported and endorsed it openly for years. Yeah, and that's, that is a big problem because there is this element of trust and confidence that is foundational 
to the economic system and also as an investor. You know, you think about people who work hard, often at jobs they don't like to provide for their family and give them a better life. And they they go to those jobs and they invest and place money in places where they have this inherent belief that People will look out for them. There will be no harm intentionally done. And to see this type of of really abysmal, uh, incomprehensible tragedy occur financially, I think crushes people not just with their confidence, but it gives them a jaded sense as to what does this country stand for. And I think it's going to cause even more worry and concern at the time, this holiday season, when we want exactly opposite that feeling in America. As a street punk who uh, became a trader, I held some licenses. I also, before I left the Mercantile Exchange, became a registered investment advisor. It was difficult for me. I was not a college graduate. I studied. My kids were small. I argued with the book logic versus the reality of, of economics, and I got through it. And I was proud of it because it was a license that I was given by the SEC, and by the uh, CTF. Um, it doesn't mean anything to me anymore because those institutions, those government entities, those bureaucracies knew this was a lie. There's no way they didn't. And they rubber stamped it because they were bribed. Now, I have a way of seeing things and speaking exactly what I believe to be the truth, what I know is the truth, because there's no way to put lipstick on the pig that is the FTX. They knew. They had to have known. You can't get through a class without certification and an exam that is similar to a proctologist uh, uh, appointment. The reality is you're going to tell me they didn't know this was a scam? I think you're raising such a good point. Even uh, in prepping for our conversation earlier, I saw that there was a class action you know, lawsuit recently. I'm not confirmed this, just in published reports that is targeting not just FTX corporate and the founder, but even some of the celebrities that they secured uh, to promote the company. And the allegations are, hey, look, these people that we trusted basically uh, told us and, and gave us a sense of confidence that we could put our hard-earned money here. Now, keep in mind when you're the Tom Brady's of the world and, and, and uh, you know Steph Curry's of the world. You've got other money that you can fall back on, but these are the types of things that are really crushing because cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, we saw this with other companies as well. It, it harkens back to these Enron memories where you see hardworking men and women, and people can relate to that story. People don't like this fact of. Look, I, I want transparency. I want authenticity. And to think that my money is at risk in places where it shouldn't be at all, it, it's really heartbreaking. And I think it's really affecting people deeply right now. Now, the question that I would ask is, does this mean the final funeral service for cryptocurrency? And, and as hard as it is to imagine that a company like FTX files bankruptcy and maybe there's others out there, I still believe that there may be some merits whether crypto itself or the blockchain technology, if applied appropriately, there, there could be actually some wins there. So I, I think investors really have to pull back and take a long view on this topic. I am a proponent and a supporter of cryptocurrency, unequivocally, and blockchain technology. There's no question about it. And I am far more skeptical 
of a fiat currency that is only worth value because if you don't agree with it, they blow up your country called the dollar. So I, I theoretically like it. And I also know the government wanted the destruction of crypto. They wanted the, the, the regulation, the oversight, the manipulation, and, and, and they wanted to eliminate the privacy of crypto. So I understand this is ironically a win for the government. And that brings me to who profited the most from FTX, which was set up and approved by the government, all the agencies and the bureaucracies, the SEC and the CTF and the rest of it, and all those people that examined all of the so-called legitimacy who rubber-stamped it were all paid by the CEO that we now know is $70 million specifically to the Democrat Party, all the way up to Joe Biden. In conjunction with that, they worked with the Ukrainian government as a money laundering scheme. The Ukrainians got our billions. They invested in, in FTX, and the FTX then gave back to the Democrats. That's a bribery scheme. So these politicians in this specific party is the only one to profit. All the other people who theoretically understand the benefit and the challenge and, and, and the integrity in challenging the U.S. dollar and hedge themselves lost money. But who kept the money and who made the money? The Democrat Party. Why are they not liable as profiteers and therefore a wing? And, and, and they laid the groundwork for FTX. Why can't we sue these politicians directly? You know, it's a great question, and I, and I think it's one that it's sort of a story I think about where if you've seen the movie about uh, Ray Kroc and, and how he built this successful empire, but there's a, a contention in the movie where talking, the movie's called The Founder, where he basically sort of stole this company from the McDonald brothers. And his comment in the movie was, look, you can sue me, but I will out-litigate you and so you don't have any recourse at all. And so I bring that movie up because I think it's relevant now in the sense that, you know, Sean, what you're saying obviously is so true and so profound, but ultimately you can only get justice for things in most cases where you have the money to pay legally to fight. <laughs> justice. I have a lawyer, a friend of mine, who I love to death. He's 380 pounds. You know, he sits there and you, it's great. And he says to me, you can have justice. But it's expensive. And isn't that what government is for? You know, the reality is these bureaucracies that were bought off. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. And I want a forensic audit of who heads up these bureaucracies. And they're linked to the Democrat Party. They're supposed to do this dirty work for me like they did with Bernie Madoff. A fraction of what this imbecile stole. Bernie Madoff stole. Yet the government went in and made sure those people got their money back. And ironically enough. Some of those Ponzi scheme investments actually made the money, and those people were made whole. But yet, what's going to happen here? The government gets its way because it gets to crush the theoretical challenge to a fraud fiat currency that it is in control with and in conjunction with the scandal. They get that to be crushed, and in the meantime, they get to say, oh, what are you going to do? Everybody loses, and they get to keep the at least $70 million that they cashed out on. This is outrageous to me. This would make FDR blush, who is the reason we have an SEC, who always said, I'm going to appoint Joe Kennedy because it takes a crook to catch a crook. Well, here it takes a crook to let a crook get away with it. You know, it's interesting, and I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I, I think, you know, as I 
am faced, you know, face-to-face with clients who want to grow their business, they want to save for retirement. You know, as I look in the eyes, I listen to the concerns they've got, and what I find is they've got one of two paths to follow. One is, you know, if, if we continue to just go after, I want to I continue to right these wrongs, ultimately people have to de- derive income and grow something of their own, and that's really the best antidote to fight the government that we have right now. You know, when I think about, you think about all of the incentive programs the government rolled out during COVID, which basically was people to say, you know what, we want you to be dependent on receiving crumbs that we toss you off of the table. And Sean, I know you and I are, are like-minded in the sense that we want people to have a seat at the table where they own the table, they can make income off the table, and whatever whatever stuff the government throws at them, they're in control of their own lives. And that's what I think is missing right now is a sense of empowerment that, okay, the stuff with FTX, while it's completely tragic and will likely be duplicated again and again, we have power. We can either vote people out or we can look in the mirror and say, what can I do as a honest, hardworking American to start a business, get a side hustle, make more money to put myself and my family in more control or even when these things happen, I can have a better life and not continue to be dependent on the paltry scraps the government wants to force on. No, I lo- I listen, Derek. I I absolutely love your your the way you approach things. And I love this about you. you're going to always climb that mountain. And I I think that's great. And I did not lose any money in FTX. None. Um but what I'm upset about and why I think it's tragic is that it takes away the ability for those kids, your kids, my kids, your grandkids that we haven't met yet to challenge the most corrupted form of currency on the planet, the U.S. dollar. I feel that strongly about it. You know, as you look at the fundamentals of a country that has crushed its own its own fiat currency and, and destroyed the caliber of value and protects it with lies and with corruption, it's going to take some form of a challenge to that to wake up these political prostitutes that have done this to the dollar. This isn't something the Americans did. This is something the American government did. And the idea that we are all referencing, but really ignoring, a trillion-dollar interest payment to people we don't know who it is and to very few private entities that bought bonds. This is the government, again, profiting from the corruption and the failure. And manipulating that like Don Corleone. And... I'm wondering why aren't more people aware of this as they tell us that deficits close and revenue is up the whole time deceiving the people to know the pool of actual taxpayers is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And what it's going to take are people like you and your kids and the people you're describing to have four and five and six legitimate incomes that can be extorted by the very government that is supposed to represent them. Sean, you impressed me when you invoked a Don Corleone analogy there. Wow. Some Godfather action. I love yeah. it. Well, if you're going to be a gangster, you might as well point to the one everyone knows. <laughs> you know, tell me what you think about this. My belief on what you just said is I think that Americans have become more desensitized and they have begun to expect and almost anticipate a level of fraudulent 
irreverent behavior in their government. You know, I think back to when Ronald Reagan was president or George Bush was president, that there was a sort of elegance that came with the presidency, and there was an elegance of respect with our leaders, and that seems to have completely and utterly deteriorated. And, and as sad as it is, I, I even look in the mirror and I say, Derek, have you become a bit more jaded? You're, so, you're not as surprised by this type of nefarious activity. And, and I think if I'm feeling that, a lot of other people are as well. And so I think right now what I would say is you've got to carry a big, heavy pair of scissors and cut through that numbness every single day and make sure that you're not buying into that, hey, what uh, the current administration does is true and, and real and what we should buy into and just live with. Yeah, I, there's... I think we have to take a stand, and I think now is the time to do that. It's hard to communicate to the general public that the... Scam artist wrapped in a $6,000 suit selling you lies and financial fraud as policies doesn't have that elegance. It's actually the guy who goes to work and comes home dirty who has the elegance of integrity. And this is the problem with mankind. They have eyes, and sometimes those eyes deceive them when they see a fraud wrapped in a $6,000 suit. And I've just described both parties. But in the meantime, it's going to take people like you setting them straight. Now, the podcast, where can the people listen to it? Yeah, so the Good Money Podcast, uh, you can listen to it on uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts. And also, uh, we are continuing. The, the book has become a national bestseller now, which we're so happy about. It's impacting people's lives and empowering them to go make more money, whether they work for someone or people work for them. They can download the first five chapters absolutely free, and they go to goodmoneychapters.com, goodmoneychapters.com. Derek, you know how much I appreciate you making yourself available because I know how busy you are, and I know I'm taking you away from your family time. I want to thank you for doing it because it's impactful and it's needed, and I know I can always rely on you. Derek Kenny, thank you so much. Hey, my pleasure, Sean. I always enjoy our time together. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. At AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. My next guest is a very magnanimous guy. His name is Mitch Zeiler, managing partner of Zeiler Insurance and founder of Back the Badge, supporting law enforcement around America, now called the USSA, but we'll discuss that at a later time. These are unprecedented times. You see what's happening in the Chicago Police Department where good cops like my nephew are, ha- are being represented by the FOP, which is giving money to the Democrat who are politician that wants to put the handcuffs on the police. Very important we support police. That is exactly what Mitch is doing. Hi, Mitch. How are you? Sean, how are you, sir? Thanks for having me on. No, listen, I love your event. It's the second annual Back the Badge event. And uh, I believe it's this Friday, is it not? Yes, Friday from 6 to 10 p.m. at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. Wonderful. And tell the people uh, where they could go to get information and how they could support you and what your, your support for the police is. Okay, well, to start off mainly, um, so the website, right? www.cruiseforacause.com. Cruiseforacause.com. 
Dot net. Dot net. I apologize. No problem. Dot net. So, you know, what I love about your organization is how you help the police, and in particular, a young police officer who was paralyzed by whether well, he was lured out to a fight, he was trying to break it up, and he was crippled by gang-banging scum who have the protection of the Democrat Party. And right, uh, it's absolutely. a heartbreaking story. So please uh, tell my people. Yeah, so, and to touch on Danny Golden, incredible, incredible guy, incredible family, veteran, Army veteran, um, and, and CPD officer, right? And so he was actually an officer that we sponsored last year to go to the camp. And he went to the camp, and he was actually voted the number one cop at camp. And, you know, what happened to him was devastating. So um, it's an honor to be able to give him a portion of the proceeds this year. So that's the kind of thing you do with the proceeds? You specifically so that's only 20%. So the main mission, what happened was, was the second our government officials allowed a light to be shined on the statement of defund the police, you know, they turned their backs on our police, and they turned their backs on the communities they serve. Right. So myself and two of my best friends, Luke Duffy and John Sintage, wanted to create a professional way to counter that. Right. So if you had to sit two people in the same room, someone that legitimately thought defunding the police was a proper thing to do and someone that wanted to fund the police. Right. How do you get those two people to, to, to get together in unity? Right. You put a rubber and mallet that, in the middle and you see who grabs it first. No, go ahead. Right. Right. We wish. But to us. It was an increased level of education and tactical training. So we researched the number one training camp in the country, and we found Tim Kennedy's company called Sheepdog Response out in Austin, Texas, partnered with them. So we raised proceeds for an all-expenses-paid trip for as many officers as we can afford to go out to Texas and train. That is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Now, now just you know, not to be too specific, but I'm assuming this isn't cheap. How much does this cost? So our sponsor cop package, which you can find on the website as well, cruiseforacause.net, the sponsor cop package is $2,000. So, I mean, we have anywhere from, you know, businesses that sponsor cops as well as, you know, family members that come together to send a loved one. And then you take, you take a lot of the money and you do that. You take some of the money and you give to guys like Golding. Uh, tragic story. Yeah, this is the first year we're giving it to Officer Gold. I know he's a part of the Back to Badge family, so we want to do everything we can to help him. Well, I have to tell you, so, I, I, last I am... year we gave Go last ahead. year we gave 100 percent of proceeds to the camp expenses. You know, it's aggravating. I, I, I've been sitting in my cigar store, or, you know, everybody gets these calls on their cell phones, and you get this organization that, uh, you know, is run out of some scam artist company, and they say they're going to help the police. And I always tell them, give me a name. And, you know, you look at the name, and you see they give a fraction of a fraction of a fraction, and they keep the money, and they all drive around in Eldorados. This is so wonderful that I've done my own research on you. I love the idea of what you're doing, and I love what you stand for. So tell them one more time the name of the website. Cruz for a cause.net and uh, I believe your team will be sharing the flyer on your Facebook possibly so everyone tuning in make sure you visit your Facebook and uh, check Absolutely. it out I personally yeah and you know it's not and, and, and the event be big too so the again the event it's Friday November 18th from 6 to 10 at 115 Bourbon Street and we have a couple incredible keynote speakers this year as well uh, retired Naval Special Warfare Commander Mike Gashgarian who led over 200 raids against ISIS. 
as well as Jim Gorman, a four-year active duty assigned to special projects, worked in, you know, with Joint Chiefs and directly for the president. So, um, you know, it's, this is good. It's, it's a great way to bring our community together and remind our communities, you know, that without, you know, our police, uh, you know, our communities would fail. And police are the, you know, a crucial pillar to the foundation of our government. Mitch, you have an open door here. When you do this again, you call, you come back on. I'll help you with anything I can. All right. And in the meantime, I, I appreciate that. I ask appreciate the guy that. Who, and who launched the attacks against ISIS how he feels about them having Afghanistan now as a country. Um, in the meantime, whatever you need, you come on here and we'll help you. I'll even go on you asset, it. which I never go on asset, but I'll do it for you. That's what I, I call Facebook. That. Thank right. you, Sean. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll be back with the rest of your. We'll be back with the, some of your calls, Victor and Solomon. You'll be first. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Care to participate? This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Now you're talking. Hey, this is my era. Oh, was the hair thick then? You had to see me like a heterosexual Liberace. Something to behold. In the meantime, Victor Midway. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Uh, I like your point. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to start off first by uh, apologizing. Sometimes I get heated, but also I wanted to thank you because uh, I'm sure I'm thankful and a lot of the listeners are thankful. You unblind us from a lot of the scams and corruption that go on, you know, Trump, uh, Trump kind of was the first one to put spotlight on it, but you go more in depth and, uh, I just really appreciate it. I appreciate that. But, um, thank you. I look at you as a brother from another mother, you know (laughs) what I mean? So anytime. Love it. Thank you. But, but yeah, the whole Lloyd Austin thing and the Raytheon thing, the whole, you know, military industrial complex, uh, cabal, uh, I just wanted to point out, like a lot of people might have forgot, but if uh, Trump wouldn't have got elected back in uh, 2016, that was Hillary and Obama's whole plan was with that Uranium One deal that they made, where they, you know, sold off a third of our plutonium to Russia. Unimaginable. Unimaginable. That was another, yeah, that was another false flag that they were going to do to start a World War Three just a little quicker, you know, so... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking conspiracies, but uh, with all the scumbags in our government, that, I don't run from that word, Victor, because when yeah. you realize what business is, see, sometimes it gets a negative, a negative uh, uh, tone to it. But when you realize what a business plan is, that's a conspiracy. Your whole life should be a conspiracy. You conspire to do well. Some bad people conspire to do bad. That is the government. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. there is more bad in it than good. It's not even arguable anymore. And it's a bipartisan yeah, and problem. Okay? So and the idea that Republicans like Mitch McConnell sat there and were offended that Uranium One was exposed. He didn't rally against it. And here he walks in where there's only 10, 10 senators out of, out of 57 that voted. 10? And he, yeah. he, that's outrageous to me outrageous yeah. and what that shows you is it's time for a third party and a real one yeah. not a fake one 
Not the libertarians. I don't even know what the hell those idiots are doing. I'm talking about a real American party that is void of this kind of corruption that runs on destruction of government corruption. It's going to take a lot of effort, and we may never see it, but that doesn't mean we can't try. And that's how I believe it. Thank you very much, Victor, for the call. Solomon, Buffalo Grove. I know it's Solomon. I like to say Solomon. Thanks. Uh, good to uh, good to speak to you again, Sean. Uh, I uh, I haven't uh, been able to call in because I've been uh, busy lately. But uh, here's uh, um, but here's the main thing I wanted to say. Like, you know, um, the Democrats have uh, have open border uh, are actually kind of happy to have open border policies because when because uh, when we have lots of illegal immigrants coming across uh, uh, coming across the border and they know that they're coming across the border because the Democrats are in power. I mean, like they uh, they like actually started streaming here the minute they heard that Biden won. <laughs> I like and that they had T-shirts. That- Biden Harris, twenty twenty. <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah, why not? Right. And when you realize that the Democrat mafia areas make things comfortable. You realize that the intention of all of us, I love the idea you're running from oppressed corruption. And I want you to come here and be, those are the best Americans overall, and that's unarguable. But once again, it's good people versus bad people. And then when you have stories right. like this, I got a problem with this. Where is my uh, border? So we're in Naco, Arizona. We're driving along here on the border wall, and we actually look up and we see a gentleman at the top of the border barrier here with a rope on a ladder using his cell phone and using binoculars. So we stopped, we pulled over, and we immediately saw three men in full-on camo with backpacks run into the bushes. That's from today. That's from today, and those are drug-dealing cartel scum who are protected by our government now. What is it? You want to know what the next two years are going to be great if you're in any business? It's going to be great if you're a scumbag gangbanger with the Sinaloa cartel or the gangster disciples or whatever they're calling themselves today. Because they're the ones that are recession-proof. They're thriving, and they have the protection of government. The Kim Foxes around this country are protecting them. Well, they give a rip about the people that are dying from the fentanyl that are in those backpacks. And that could only be made possible if the government was in on it. Thank you, Solomon. You were missed. I'm glad you're back. Kevin Austin, Texas P2 Times. What do you want? And I hope you keep Tony and John accountable. Tony and John Tony and John Tony and John. Those are the new leaders of the Republicans down in Springfield. They just started. Tony is the leader of the Republicans in the House. Was any one of them and John a leech the on the ass of Durkin or Brady? Did any one of them That's what you gotta find kiss out. the ass? Because if they did, I'm not going to hold them accountable. I'm going to call them what they are. Part of the problem. Okay, yeah, let me call them out. And also, Don Harmon supports abortion up until nine months, and I hope everybody in his neighborhood in Oak Park knows that. The guy goes to St. Giles every uh, Sunday. Oh, please. You think he's the only scumbag pro-abortion whore at St. Giles on Sunday? Please. He sends to Ignatius, but he's not going to give the same option to uh, somebody in in Chicago. He needs to be called out every day. Yeah. I got no problem calling out these scumbags, but you know what? It's better to move away from them. Thank you very much. Mary Ellen, Northwest Chicago. Hey, Sean. I heard that discussion a bit with a a gentleman about the FTX. Yes. 
Could you explain, because I understand our taxpayer dollar money went to Ukraine, you know, for the military and all that supposedly stuff, but we know it gets lost in the process. But how did the money, because I had seen a, a Schedule A receipt for the FTC, um, you know, those reports that they have to give, one yeah. from the Republican Party and one with the Democrat Party, that, or I'm sorry, one from that went to uh, McCarthy's group yeah. and one that went to McConnell's group. So how did it go? How did the Democrats F- fit in there? Who got the money? And wh- FTX was, an, was set up as an exchange, which is a lot more difficult than a single person getting a license. And the scrutiny that had to be given so that it could act as an exchange could only have happened with the, with the blessing of the government, of, of the United States government. And then as an exchange, it took money that was sent to Ukraine, had uh, inner working with the Ukrainian government whose banking system was in collapse, to put a portion of that money back into that exchange, then becoming spec speculators in crypto, their own crypto, among others, then that entity, that guy, gave contributions directly to Democrats to what we now know as $70 million, hence a money laundering scheme. So actually, a lot of the money that was given to Ukraine that didn't end up in suitcases of political whores and their wives ended up in FTX. So a lot of those billions were lost, which is why Joe Biden needed to give another $37 billion yesterday that I can't see anybody talking about. Thank you very much, Ellen. That's what you call systemic money laundering corruption by your own government. And that's why I'm outraged. I'll be back after this. Will we be only streaming? We're only streaming! From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. We've been preempted on terrestrial radio by subsidized students in tights chasing balls. We are live on 560theanswer.com. We are live on rumble.com. And Asshat, formerly known as Facebook, Meta, and Zuckerberg is an alien. In the meantime, let's get on. I could swear, but I'm not going to clean it up a little bit. We're bringing out a professional. An absolute professional who has spent his career not only achieving, but achieving for others. His name is Tom Fortino of the Alpha Wealth Group. Tom, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing great. How you doing, John? I'm pissed off, Tom. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Inflation shows up as a positive for retail sales, and these stupid son-of-a-bitches are spinning this as a good thing. You're right. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you know, it's up eight. Well, it was up 1.3 percent month over month, 8.8 or something year over year. But they're not counting for inflation, so technically it's flat. And um, so retail sales are not up. In fact, they've been nosediving uh, recently. I think you're probably familiar with Stephanie Pomboy, but she said, you know, when it started, retail sales kind of started flattening was when that last stimulus check went out. So sure. there's a, actually a connection to those. So the way that this whole Ponzi scheme works would make this morphodite. By the way, did you see the girlfriend of this uh, this Bankman Freed, this Sam Bankman Freed? Did you see that face? Did you see it? 
I did see her, yeah, with one with the glasses and... I married the hottest girl in the neighborhood. I think I had uh, $800 of my name. <clears throat> this guy's a billionaire, and you're mounting up for that scarecrow. It's outrageous to me. But anyway, getting back to money. Uh, it turns out that there are so much of the subsidized stimulus bulldung in our economy. Can you even quantify how much it is presenting itself as revenue or retail sales or uh, an economy that is working on anything other than welfare? You know, that's a great question, Sean, because it's so hard. I mean, if you just look at the aggregate, you say $5 trillion has been added to the economy over a period, and actually it's higher than that. But, you know, you think of our GDP. I mean, that's that's 25% of GDP in one fell swoop. If you have a 20, 20-some million dollar GDP, you're adding, you're adding 25% more to the economy right there on top of all the... You know, the um, loan provisions for colleges where these moratoriums, the moratoriums on rent, the Obamacare subsidies that have been raised. So you have all of these things. There's an interesting book Phil Graham put out, and he talks about this. How, And you've seen it. Maybe Stephen Morris talked about it. But some some families or some couples or individuals are making the equivalent of 50000 60000 or more a year just from these things. So it's hard to quantify, but the, but it is huge. I'll and there way. are there is no rescue in sight. There is nobody with the with, with the testicle fortitude to discuss it in politics. We're seeing the the uh, rehab of this imbecile old lady face Mitch McConnell and the step and fetch to corruption Republicans pretending to be opposition to the Democrats. Where's smart money go? Well, that's a, another great question. Where are you going to uh, where are you going to allocate capital? And so. You know, you have to be very careful right now. Um, I think there's just so many headwinds in this economy. I'm not saying you abandon growth. You don't have part of that in your portfolio. I think, um, you know, other than the harder assets, which you're familiar with, with the, on the commodity side or the real estate side, you know, from a market standpoint, those are invested in their 401ks and their IRAs. Um, you know, I would, again, stay defensive. Um, See, uh, here's what I want to do. I want to put on the feudalist failure corruption Democrat mafia spread. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I want to buy all the oil I can, and I want to short the NASDAQ. I want to short the S&P. I want to short this Ponzi scheme, Dow. I think it's the end of the world. What say you? Well, there's a lot of problems out there. I, we'll see. It's, you know, they said it's kind of like you putting that grain of sand on a pile of sand. You just don't win the day. It's going to all collapse. Obviously, we have $31 trillion of debt. More than that in unfunded liabilities. You just don't know when is that going to fall. When is it finally going to be a point where, you know, we're in that debt spiral they talked about where you're, you're creating more debt to pay for the debt, right? And so um, we just don't know when that's going to happen. And so, as I said, as much as possible, I'm, I, I, you know, on the option side, if you're going to do some things, yeah, there's opportunities there. Work with a you professional. You call Pelosi someone. somebody's puts, kids. You buy the hell out of them. It's preposterous. Not to mention you got the inbred Saudi morons walking around with my Uncle Charlie's pizza parlor, tablecloths on their heads. They're in control of the most important commodity on the earth. Well, the American government guarantees to clamp down American energy sector. So oil is $300 yeah. a barrel. What does the Fed do with uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire Janet Yellen and and, and naval gazer Jerome Powell. And what does it look like for business? Mm-hmm. 
Not good. Yeah, I mean, if you look, yeah. I mean, interest rates going up. What are you going to do as far as refinancing debt? There's a lot of really bad things happening right now. It's interesting. My wife was in Boston this week. She said that there's a run on wood, or at least people are trying to get as much wood as possible right now. This is in Boston, Massachusetts, you know, out in the East Coast. I mean, it's insane. I, I don't. I don't. How about how about the credit cards? <laughs> yeah, credit card debt is up. The if you don't pay every penny over year. If here's the other thing, the American Express, these red bastards, Visa, and the rest of them. If you don't pay one penny. You pay the 24%, whatever it is, 29%, who knows what your credit is, whatever it is, on the full balance, if you miss one penny, I mean, they're going to make a fortune on this. And Jerome Powell and the government is telling the American people, what we need to do is really ream you. we got to rip you apart and bankrupt your ass to even save the economy. And I'm watching imbeciles like like Kramer, Jim Kramer. If it wasn't for his wife, he'd be selling hot dogs. i got to watch imbeciles tell the people they know what they're doing. This cannot end with anything other than a crash. Can it not? Well, he did apologize for Meta. Don't forget. Oh, gee. He told you to buy it, what, 80% higher? This stupid son of a bitch. It's outrageous. But he apologized. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's why I hated the money business, brother. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I get it. it. Yeah. These guys are trading everyone else's money, and when they lose, they go, sorry, I got my bonus. See you later. Yeah. He did his little active condition on live TV. But... Um, yeah, it's it's scary, some of the things that are happening out there. And so um, I just think, and again, I, I say need defensive. I wish there was an answer. I agree with you with the Fed. It's demand destruction. I just saw the Dallas Fed came out and said real estate, they're, they're expecting it to be down 20% Brother, uh, home prices. Mm-hmm. I just did so. a deal. I just did a deal in Marco Island. That is a great deal. There's no question about it. But when you see the difference... The difference in the amount of people looking, the difference in the prices, and the reality is, if you're going to borrow a hundred grand, it's going to cost you two and a half times what it cost you in January. That's a, that that this is a manipulated destruction of our economy, and it fries me because few can afford it, and even those people that thought they could afford it. You're going to be taking that money that you would, and those are the people that make the world go around. Those are the investors. Those are the business people. Mm -hmm. Those are the guys crawling out of mediocrity. You're going to set all of them back, all of them back decades. And this is supposed Mm -hmm. to be cyclical. I'm so sick of, of pretending these bullshit artists are anything but just that. Yeah, I mean, we're in this position because the Fed put us in this position, um, you know, with these interest rates at 0%. I got, you know, when we're talking about 4% interest rates, um, that's normal. I mean, uh, you know, we're 3 to 4%. That's supposed to be normal. So we've been in this, in this, uh, you know, where they just basically been giving out free money on so many levels, but through the spending, through the debt, through the balance sheet, through the interest rates. And now it's, this is the comeuppance of what we're dealing with. So this is pretty tough. You know, you can say try to stay in cash. You can try to do some, I, you know, as you were talking about, if, if you're comfortable, you got to be getting careful with any type of option strategies. Um, there is interest rates. You can, if you're saying, look, I'm going to sit in cash, or I'm going to. The good news is you can get four percent on a six month brokerage CD if you're going to sit in cash. That's four percent. At least you're yeah. getting something on your money while you're sitting there. I mean, it's not. What happens to floating deal, rates? 
What happens to guys who have lines of credit? Right, I got, you got a line of credit, yeah. you got you know, mm-hmm. a couple dollar bond up, and you got a line of credit, and you take that line, you go buy a car, all right, the interest rate is good. How, uh, what happens to those rates? Right. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing it's kind of interesting, too. And again, this is your your area of expertise, the real estate market, mortgages. And not only are they hitting that 7% mark, but when you take a look at the, it's almost like they disappeared for years because rates are so long, the adjustable rates, just like that. You know, they're become, I think they're making a, a comeback where people are buying into these things with lower rates, um, hoping, you know, but then that balloon payment comes at some point. Um, there's just a lot of, uh, a lot of, still a lot of distortion in this market, and it's going to be a while because they, they're not supply siders. They're not doing no. things. Well, they're not uh, capitalists. They're not capitalists. No. And they're manipulators, mm-hmm. and they're corporatists. Mm-hmm. I talked to a guy who I, who I love like a family member today, David Hockberg. I mean, I love him. Not a more honest guy filled with integrity and, and, and knowledge. And, you know, he brought up an interesting point. Between what they did with the tax bills in Cook County, how you're going to screw people. You're going to mm-hmm. give, it, give them these tax bills when they could least afford it. You're going to eliminate the fact that they could write off the taxes, these, these old people who are living on fixed incomes. And all the rest of it, and now you're ignoring the delinquencies in the mortgages. I mean, this is set up for a poor, once again, I, I'm going to do the perfect storm. You, and I'm George because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm better looking than you. And we're on the boat together. What happens? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this could be pretty bad going into next year. I think there's this lag effect, right? Um, we just haven't hit it yet. And you're, like you mentioned, the debt, well, credit card debt is over $980 billion right now. I think it was 20 years ago or maybe less, it was $400 billion. It's made the biggest jump in I don't know how many years. So now that's going to have saving rate, savings rates are at some of the lowest level. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of this canary in the coal mine. And so it's going to hit at some point. And, um, you know, we're seeing while Walmart came out with earnings, they're saying, they're, you know, the data shows that much higher earners are now shopping at Walmart. Um, yeah. You know, their they're, they're, they're stock pop. Welcome to, de- Welcome to Democrat-run America, where it's 1934 again. <laughs> Welcome, Fri- Welcome idiots. to Utopia, right? It's so sickening, you know, Tom. <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking about the funds, the pension funds. Number mm-hmm. one, they lost. How many pension funds were invested in Russian stocks? The money just went poof. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it. How many pension yeah. funds were invested in FTX? We now know variety of teachers. Union scam artist funds were invested in it. So it, mm-hmm. that's, the thing is, they don't lose the money. They don't lose guts on ghoul. They're going to come after me and you. They raise our taxes mm-hmm. because their pensions are indemnified from reality. Those are the real yeah. one percenters. Those are the government suck asses, and they're going to always be protected. And once again, you and I get extorted. So I, I had a wonderful guy on. He talks about opening money, and I, you know, me, I, listen, I like making money. I'm not going to make a fracking thing. I'm not going to make money because all they're going to do is take it from you i mean do we even know what the tax laws are going to look like uh nobody knows right now i mean there's this old saying the tax laws are written in pencil for a reason right now you know they're ready to sunset in 2026 
Um, but going forward, I mean, I don't know how you can say, you know, if I said a show of hands, how many, tax, how many people think tax rates are going down in the future? I don't think many people will be raising their hands. So, um, you know, Tom, that's why you need red state protection, man. Because my governor in Florida, the governor <laughs> in Texas, they're protecting me from the government. They are. They're First of all, yeah. I've got a clip here. DeSantis, he just cut the tolls for Florida residents. If you have Florida license plate, heard. Car, 50% off. Right? I mean, yeah. he knows. Listen, Bidenomics are going to suck. There's a variety of different things you buy for your kids, no taxes on it. I mean, mm-hmm. and this is this is not like an election. He won the election. This is now permanent until Joe Biden is visited by Father Time. I don't know what the hell you know to do. And I, I try to tell people, I'm not just telling you to move because I think Illinois Democrats are scumbags, which they prove themselves to be. I'm telling you to move because you're going to need the 30 percent more of your money living in a state that is sympathetic to capitalists and to Americans versus one that views mm-hmm. them as a revenue generators. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as much as possible. I know these aren't all, you know, the most exciting things to do. And who knows? People always ask me, what will the government do? But as much as possible, I'm a big guy trying to get to tax free as much as possible. You know, you got till the end of the year, you know, to do well, conversions in these lower tax brackets. You have, you know, Roth IRAs at the end of the year, Roth IRAs at the beginning of the next year, 7500 They're going up to over 50 So you get a lot of money. It's not, now it's no longer joint titled with the government. So there's two ways to save money on taxes. You listen to Tom Fortino or you become a Democrat scumbag mafia fat-ass union guy. That's it. Tom Fortino, I love when you come on Great. and stream and I love swearing and I love your reaction to me swearing. <laughs> I appreciate it. Great talking to you, John. Tom Fortino, Alpha Wealth Group, thank you so much. We'll be back All with right. Dwayne and Oak Forest first after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM five sixty. The answer. I'd like to prove what I say. That's the habit I have. What we're going to do for Floridians who commute, we're going to reduce tolls by 50% statewide for all commuters in the state of Florida. We are going to make all baby items, diapers, cribs, wipes, you name it, tax-free permanently in the state of Florida so you can raise kids and get by. You know, we have a five and a four and a two-year-old. Our two oldest are out of diapers. My wife asked me, why didn't you propose that your first year in office? Well, you live and you learn. And we're also going to say that pet food uh, is going to be tax-free in the state of Florida. So this is going to be the largest tax relief plan in the history of the state of Florida. You're able to do that when you have a strong economy and the largest budget surplus in history, which we have right now. Versus the Democrat mafia whores. Like Katie Hobbs, who get elected by municipal union thugs and scam artists and fraudsters to make sure that the money that they lose with their friends that would make Alexi Janulius blush. Huh, Silky G? That they lose with their crooked investments and their kickback schemes. You pay for their retirement. You do. That doesn't exist in honest-run stakes. The problem is... Unfortunately, the vast majority of my listeners aren't in one. Thank your fellow Illinoisan, your moron scumbag Democrat, who's too stupid to see the scam. Dwayne Oak Forest, 
Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, I just want to start off by saying the first time I ever heard your voice on uh, with Dan and Amy, I said, you got to get your own show. And God bless you. Got it. Thank, Thank God. you. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you the truth, man. I love it. I love it. That was, I'm never going to stop doing it. That was the highlight of my have... life when you would call in. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. I love it. I love it. May you but here, now, my, now, it now get this. I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. All right. Now, just remember that I said this, and I know it might sound beyond crazy. Right. But remember I said this tonight. Oh, boy. You're going to see George Soros and Zelensky get caught up. It's going to go down. They're going to get dragged in, into the courts. Just Naked I know it sounds beyond crazy. Then you're going to see Hunter and Joe Biden. They're going to find offshore bank accounts with their money, with documentation to show that they sold out the United States to China, which is going to drag Obama and the Clintons into this. I know this sounds insane and crazy, but the Vatican, Italy. It's wildly optimistic. Watch, watch what you see what happens to that scumbag. I, I'm Catholic. But, uh, we have we have come the son, the son of the sitting president, the son. Aside yeah. from all of the all of the notable factual bribery from communists and oligarchs and all the rest of it, we've got videos and pictures of him smoking crack with whores, whores who look like they're underage, whores who resemble relatives of former presidents, whores that he's naked smoking crack. And, he's, and they and still have amazing. support. Come on. They're voting amazing. for Sling Blade. They voted for Sling Blade. They it all in China. And how can a man, you know, with, with you know, ten gigantic mansions, you know, has uh, unwilling to talk about... This is, are you, are you fracking kidding me? They want this idiot to be president. Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president. You, you think they're offended? You think they're offended by an oligarch scumbag former Nazi sympathizer bribing Democrat district attorneys? There are no, there is no low for a Democrat. None. Nothing. You want a little crack problem? Go ahead. You want underage hookers? We're good with that, too. You got some sort of mental problem? You have dementia? Do you just shit your pants? We'll make you president. Come on. There's no standards, brother. Thank you. I love you. I love hey, you. Hey, hey, one more you, second. All right, go ahead. All right, listen. When you the things that I just told you, I know it sounds crazy, but it, it, it it's going to come out. And you're going to see that the Vatican, that's going to be caught up with the biggest underage with the, with the child pornography. You mean the, the priest from Cicero laundering money for the mafia in the 70s that was found hanging from a bridge, that wasn't going to break the mafia, but this will? No, this is going to go down. It's coming down. And at FTX, look at the money, the money how that was laundered back to, uh, Ukraine, I'll tell you what, back to the Democratic there's Party. There's a dinner and Nothing a cigar said. for Nothing you. Said. Listen, Nothing when this happens, about that. you come to the cigar house if I still have it. We'll get we'll get you a steak sandwich from 100 South, my buddy Tricky Dicky, and I'll buy you a cigar. Deal? Oh, I love. Hey, I hey, I'm gonna buy you. I have to. Hey, I love. I'm just so happy that you're on the air, man. Honestly, God, yeah, I love you. Thank you, Dwayne. I Thank love you, you back. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I need Taylor Swift tickets. Anybody let me know if you got a lead on them. It's a long story. In the meantime, 
Let's talk about billionaires with ugly wives. I think we should have a whole new segment, Squirrel. Why don't you work on some theme music for billionaires with ugly wives? FTX, girlfriend, same thing. Um, lost tens of billions. Arguably, they know about 12. By the time it's over, it'll be over 20. But what do you say about 700 billion? That's not supposedly a Ponzi scheme, but a loss nonetheless. That's what the alien Zuckerberg has taken it on the chin for. Feeling, and I know that there's there must be just a, a range of, of, of different emotions. Um, I want to say... Sounds like he's got a little sugar in the tank, doesn't he? Side saddle Zuckerberg. Here, here's what it sounds like when you fire thousands of people. You know, up front, uh, that I take full responsibility for this decision. Um, you know, I'm the <laughs> founder and CEO. I'm uh, responsible for, for the health of our, our company, um, for our direction. This is the beauty of capitalism. The beauty in it. This scumbag fraud. Another monster donor to the mafia. Because you couldn't deliver the product, because your product sucks, you're losing your ass on an idea that made you worth almost a trillion dollars. That's what it's like when you partner up with the Democrat Mafia. I love it. I think instead of starting new things, you buy this the way Elon Musk bought Twitter. And now you run it the right way without the Democrat Mafia collusion. That's how you do it. In the meantime, let's listen to the alien married to another ugly woman. Um, and for, for deciding you know, how we execute that, including things like this. And this was ultimately my call. Um, and it was, it was you know, one of the hardest. <laughs> I'm going to go back I've, to my management. But you, you morons, you socialists, you um, Marxist sympathizers, you Democrats that work for me, you're on your ass. Do you know how many CIA, ex-CIA, Agents are employed by Zuckerberg. I wonder if they're in the thousands losing their jobs or if it's just the useful idiot Marxists. Kara Elgin. Sean, can you hear me? I'm calling from the car. I can hear you beautifully. Technology is wonderful. Oh, wonderful. And right now everyone's streaming on Asshat, formerly known as Facebook. They could hear you too. Well, good. I'm glad. Let loose. I don't mind you swearing, and I'm a woman married to a construction guy who never right. swears, so That's, I don't mind. Go ahead. Swearing swear, is foreplay to you. I cannot, Go ahead. <laughs> I cannot wait to say Kira from Indiana because, you know, we're moving next month, so I'll have my house for Christmas, and our neighbor is already flying a Trump flag, so I'm going to be leaving these stems from Elgin. Thank Love God. It. But I'm worried about you because I think you are going to go national. I talked to that gentleman asking him for you to go national, and he said, yes, okay, nodding his head. But <laughs> if you do go national, Sean, you're going to have to have a huge security detail because you're going to get a lot of people mad from everywhere. Don't Come you on, Kira, I like doing two things, and one of them I have to have clothes on. It doesn't bother me. I don't mind fighting. I love it. But you're going to live in uh, you're going to live in Indiana, and it's nice. You're not going to have to worry about your Trump bumper sticker and your car getting damaged. Did you know down here in Naples, Florida, there's a place called Seed to Table, and the guy who owns it is a, a huge Trump supporter. His name's Alfie Oates, and he has this really beautiful SUV, and on the side of it, he has FJB. 
And if anyone ever asked him, he said it's for food, jobs, and business. But we all know what it is. And when you go in his bathroom, they have a picture of the dimwit in chief, Joe Biden, in the urinal. That's how wonderful it is to live here. Thank you very much, Kira. I appreciate it. As opposed to the sewer of corruption known as Illinois, where Tom from Blue Island is from. Hey, Sean, you know if you need security at all, I'll stand behind you. Come on, I'm from Melrose Park. I know you don't, but... When I I give out the address, I got a friend of mine who you could chew horses on his head. He shows up every day. All right, who are we fighting today? These are old-timers looking for a fight. Go ahead. (laughs) So, Sean, earlier in the show, you said there were a couple of chuckleheads that hung up because you had the audacity to, uh, you know, maybe get a little sideways on President Trump. You know why I got sideways, We don't have to hurry. We're on the stream. You know why I got sideways? They show on on here, they show the audience, and you know who's who's there? And this is what really fried me, Roger Stone. And I will never forget when I heard wonderful people, men and women, old people and the rest, who have been robbed by the corruption Roger Stone stands for and implemented in this country, the cancer that he implemented, the foreign policy lobbying of which he was an architect. Drew the schematics, uh, uh, Manafort, Stone, and Black, the tortures lobby. And he's there with his moron glasses, the same ones he had on in that Swinger magazine when he was asking for strangers to jump his wife, the sick, perverted scum that he is. And i got to pretend that I support that piece of garbage because I support Trump when he ran in 2020. No, that's not part of the team. You get rid of that scum and scum like him, and you believe me, I'll put a hood on him in the on my, on my new car. Go ahead. But until then, I'm not well, going to chant Trump. I agree. I agree with you on that, Sean, because I feel the same way about the, you know, the never Trumpers, the Adam Kingingers, the Liz Cheneys, and that. And this is this is a reason for my call because. You know, and maybe not Cheney and Kinzinger, because they're so far gone, but there's going to be a lot of people that were anti-Trump that are going to want to be hopping on the DeSantis train, and, uh, you know, Stephen they can Hayes. stick it in their ass as far as Steve, I'm concerned. Stephen Hayes and Jonah Goldberg, two scumbags. The right. reason that we're in this position are never Trumpers, of which I am not. I, I, I openly support no, him in 2020 tremendously, and I will support him again if he's the nominee. But I want to have the uncomfortable conversation. And I'll tell you what, I think Donald Trump is big enough to say, I made a mistake by shutting up. If he does that, you're going to win over a tremendous amount of people like me. I mean, I'm going to vote for him anyway. There's no question about it. But I want to go over the debt, the spending, and I want to talk about all those right. good things. The greatest threat to the corruption in foreign policy is Donald Trump. The greatest foreign policy president of my life in the last hundred years, Donald Trump. No question about it. So I'll have both conversations. But don't pretend, you know, I'm not a Pollyanna cheerleader, even though I have the no. rights for it. Thank you, Tom. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, how are you? You didn't get the Swinger magazine when Roger Stone was asking for strangers to bang his old lady. Did you get that? No? All right. Maybe he's... He, I, I think I hear him turning the pages now. Dave in Libertyville calls back when you get a chance. In the meantime, let's go to some of the good things about Trump. We will save our freedom, we will save our children, and we will save our country. He can do it. No question about it. 
Got to drop some baggage off, but he can definitely do it. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. What I like about Donald Trump is that he really is ageless. He really is. This is an old man who doesn't look like an old man, doesn't act like an old man, doesn't talk like an old man. What's an old man talk like? Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thanks. Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. We all agree, Joe. Let's go, Brandon. Mr. President, too early to say whether this missile was fired from Russia. There is preliminary information that... He means preliminary. Can't He can't articulate... And now uh, that we are back together here in Cambodia, I look forward to building uh, even stronger progress than we've already made. And I want to thank the Prime Minister of, for Colombia's leadership in the ASEAN... Yeah, he's not there. He's 15,000 miles away, but it does start with a C. You stupid son of a bitch. In the meantime, let's go to another stupid son of a bitch. A, a willing wage. Now, we, we all have to make sure that everyone that works is able to. That's that's the most American bargain. And I believe they haven't have any businesses being being. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about having somebody having a living wage and having somebody able to survive. Roe v. Wade. Oh, God. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. And this is the excuse that we're going to have. And this will be the kind of Republicans that want you to bend knee to the greatest evil in mankind. The idea that we not only approve, but now pay for. Evil scum to kill their kids. And this is uh, something to run on. Yes, you were reelected, but this is the first challenge you have faced in 15 years. Ten senators voted against you, one voted president. So what lesson did you learn from this, and will you change your approach at all? At first, I don't own this job. Uh, anybody who wants to You've been doing uh, it run for, for it two decades. feel free to do And nobody can point to one thing good. What, what, what's Mitch McConnell's position on capitalism, on, on abortion? What's his position on favored nation status to his father-in-law, Chinese communist shipping mogul? Anybody? I mean, because we're going to be running up against some real challenges in the future. It's either going to be Joe Biden or... Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president. Yeah, why not? Take it easy. Just be senator for now, President Fetterman. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean. Yes. Thanks for keeping me aggravated. Anytime. Uh, uh, my question to you is, first of all, I think uh, Trump, Trump uh, opened his mouth too early. Yeah. But when he ran in 2016, didn't he keep a bunch of Obama leftovers and, you know, not put in his own cabinet. Well, Steve Mnuchin is, the, it, it, he didn't keep leftovers, but here's the thing that you, I, I, I was disgusted with Steve Mnuchin, not because he looks like, like Liza Minnelli only, but because Steve Mnuchin was the biggest Democrat money bundler from Goldman Sachs and Wall Street. Steve Mnuchin was somebody who advocated for Barack Obama and Barack Obama policies. He was a big proponent of Obamacare. The largest money raiser on Wall Street for Obama, and you made him Treasury Secretary. Uh, I got a problem with you. That's the Obama. Why did, why did Trump keep them? I, I, I can't answer that. But here's the other thing I want to say to you Trump also employed Ed Burke, 
he hired his law firm. Trump also gave $50,000 to Rahm Emanuel. And the pushback I get from Chicagoans is, well, he had to do that. What good is money if you have to bend to the mafia? Money is why you don't have to ever bend to anybody. you got enough money to say, F you. And I'm going to give money to Ed Burke, scum, short-in-the-pants Irish gangster, and his moron sons? I don't think so. Thank you very much. Not to mention his wife, Supreme Court Justice. Burke to you, squirrel. We'll be back after this. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I got a friend of mine hooking me up with a Swift. I know it's crazy, but no, you do what you can for kids, right? That's what you do. That's what your job is. Do what you can for kids. Then you try to instill with them certain morals and certain ethics. Show them how important life is, as opposed to the Democrat scum wretches. Hi, how are you? Um, I think pro-choice people um, aren't pro-abortion necessarily. They are pro-women having the choice to choose. Are you pro-legal? This is an argument between a college woman, although mentally she's an eighth grader, saying pro-choice is pro-woman, you stupid idiot. Abortion? Yes. Okay, so you're pro-abortion. Pro-abortion. I am pro-women having the choice. Do I agree with it? That's not for me to say. But you're pro-legal abortion. I am. I'm pro-women having the choice. It's pro Choice of what, you idiot, you freaking moron? Choice of killing a kid. Why do we let them put lipstick on the pigs that are their policies? You're afraid to have this conversation? Listen here, honey. First of all, do you know how babies are made? There's a multitude of different things you can do to stop from getting pregnant, aside from being a whore. Then once you are pregnant, you don't have to kill the only innocent party in the whole thing. The only innocent party. The only one that can't defend themselves. But listen to the intellect of a college student in America today. Life for pro-choice, not I'll pro- just add the word legal. Abortion. Pro-legal abortion, people. So is it, is it pro-life or, or pro-choice? I didn't know there's an in-between. No, you're pro-legal abortion. Okay. I'm anti-abortion. Moving on. So if I'm anti-abortion... Not moving on. Hey, stupid. You see, with your vote, you're putting in gangsters. You're putting in crooked people. You're putting in people who even know how stupid you are. Who wouldn't kill their own kids even though they're crack-smoking bagmen. That's what you're doing. And you're doing it because you want to kill your kid, and you don't even know that, do you? You stupid moron. Russian, what are you? Um, pro-women having the choice to choose. <laughs> Abortion. Next. Next. And you think this is a party that wouldn't elect Sling Blade? That wouldn't elect somebody that's dead? Now, one Pennsylvania state representative was unable to celebrate his midterm victory because he's dead. And he was the better candidate. Wade, for me, is should be the law. What I support, I support on Roe v. Wade. And I've always believed that the choice believes. That's President Fetterman. For now, you can call him Senator. Can't get enough of it. I'll be back in 21 hours. Only because Squirrel doesn't want to work another hour. Would you join the union? You better not. 
Of course, you get to gain like 50 pounds and get stupid looking. I'll be back 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.